Hi, I'm Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy, and this is the Win Daily Podcast for June 1st, 2019. I'm going to break down the evening slate, uh, the main slate for you fantasy daily fantasy baseball players, and here to do that with uh, with me, of course, is our founder and uh, CEO at WinDailyDFS.com, Jason McRock. How are you doing on this Saturday, Scott? It's going to be a busy night tonight. Uh, doing doing pretty good. Let's start off with the Red Sox and the Yankees again. At Yankee Stadium almost seems like they play every day. Uh, Porcello is sixty nine hundred on DraftKings. Jamico German uh, also eighty nine hundred on DraftKings. Uh, German's been pitching well, but this is a tough lineup for him to face. Uh, Porcello always is always going to be putting the ball in play at a place like Yankee Stadium, so you got to consider some of these Yankee bats, especially some of the switch hitters like Aaron Hicks for forty one hundred. Kedrick Morales is still a salary saver at twenty nine hundred as well. Yeah, the way I see this game, it's hot, it's humid. Um, looks like it's going to be in the mid seventies. It's hot right now in New York. Uh, me and Scott both live in New York. We're Met fans, but. Um, this could, this game could break out. It could be kind of sneaky. Both teams are projected to score, you know, four to five runs uh, later on tonight. I like the bats. I would not be attacking either of these two pitchers. We have a game in cores, but this game will probably go slightly on their own. Last night, uh, the Red Sox is supporting some of us versus Jay Happ. So it's a tough little um, game to predict. I like the bats over the pitchers. Um, guys, like you said, Morales. Cheap, but he hasn't been doing much. Then you guys got you got guys like Torres, Sanchez, LeMayu, Hicks, and Voigt. Uh, maybe even a guy like Gardner or Frazier. This Yankee lineup is tough. And then from the, the Red Sox standpoint, I probably lost more money this year playing these Red Sox. I lost a little bit of money last night because uh, I could have made a lot of money stacking Colorado, but I stacked them with the Red Sox, and they disappointed. So they're going to go under own tonight. They could break out. Um, German has been pretty good this year, but any of these lefty bats like Devers has been pretty consistent all year. Benetetti, not as much, but you know, I can see a guy like Jackie Bradley pro- providing some value. And you know, anytime Mookie Betts and JD Martinez get up there, you know, they are going to be under own place tonight with Colorado, taking a lot of ownership after what they've done in the last three, four days. Um, so they'll be under own. I like them for GPPs. Um, but the Rockies again will probably be. You know, more of my cash games, as many of them as possible. But sprinkle in some Yankees, sprinkle in some Red Sox, and stay away from both these pitchers is my, is my uh, suggestion to the, to, to the listeners tonight. Okay, uh, moving on to another rivalry uh, this weekend. It's the Cubs and the Cardinals at St. Louis. You have Jose Quintana on the mound for the Cubs. He is 4-4 four four with a 373 ERA did not start off well this, this this year overall, but they really turned things around. But he has a 5.11 ERA on the road uh, with a 1-2 and two record and a 2.94 batting average against. Uh, when, when you look at uh, versus lefties and righties, uh, righties have actually been, been uh, killing him to the tune of 4.15. Uh, sorry, a... Uh, uh, actually, it's it's about an even batting average uh, with righties versus lefties. Uh, when it comes to power, though, all seven home runs uh, against Quintana have come to the right side. No left side, no power really right from the right side. 
whatsoever. So you certainly want to look for those lefty and switch hitters against him. You have uh, Matt Carpenter on the lefty side at 4,300. Uh, Dexter Fowler occasionally uh, effective at 3,600. When uh, you look at Wind Daily DFS today, uh, Jared Contestable really likes the Cardinal stack if you're not going to go with cores, which could really be the chalk. Uh, Jack Flaherty uh, has pitched pretty well this year, but this is not a good lineup for him to face. But if anything, I'll be focusing on the Cardinal bats tonight. Yeah, it's the Cardinal bats you want. Quintana, even though you were you were spinning off some stats there, you want to attack him from the right side. He's a lefty. He walks a lot of people, put a lot of guys on base. This Cardinals lineup is full of righties. They're playing in a pitcher's park, which is why I like Flaherty a lot. You know, Flaherty faced him on the road. And he dropped 35 points on FanDuel, nine strikeouts versus these Cubbies. He only lasted five and uh, two-thirds, but he's in line for a good game here. He comes in a good value. At 8,100 on FanDuel, he might be your safest cash game if you're looking for some value to stack these uh, these uh, Coors bats or Yankees or Red Sox bats. We have two pitchers that will come in ahead of him from a raw um, score standpoint with DeGrom and Verlander, and maybe even guys like Kershaw and Granke are in that same mold. But Flaherty's been really, really good as of late. He's been good all year. He was a top prospect. It looks like he's getting things together. So if I'm going to attack this game, I'm not going to have any Cubs bats, and I'm going to play Flaherty, and I'm going to grab some righty bats facing Quintana. Guys like uh, DeJong, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, Martinez, there's a lot of these bats here that you can grab. You know, you can be sneaky, grab a guy like Carpenter, but I'll stay with the, the righties and, and grab Goldie, grab Ozuna. The Chicago side, I'm pretty much fading. There's a lot of great hitting spots tonight, and this is not one of them. Flaherty's been really good as of late. Yeah, well, what I meant was, uh, you know, the stats I quoted were righties against uh, Quintana. So uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean Carpenter. I meant a lot of the righties, like, Paul Goldschmidt's only 4,200 on DraftKings, so uh, he's a must for me. As soon as work going to be the worth of 5,300, Paul DeJong is somebody I definitely lock in at 4,500. And uh, Jose Martinez is somebody I strongly consider uh, at at uh, at 3,500 as well. So you can save some money with some of those cardinal bats going righty versus lefty against Quintana. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good point, Scott. And on FanDuel... You have three guys here that are probably going to be starting later on tonight. The lineup's not out yet, but you got Fowler at 2.6, Martinez at 2.4, and Munez at a solid 2,000. So if these three guys start. This can be is where this can be where you can grab your value. They're in a good spot. Um, they come in cheaper than the Red Sox and the Yankees and a couple other teams that are about to mention, and they're all cheap. So if you want to stack guys like Arenado and Story. These guys are going to be a, a good option here to kind of get your value but still have that power potential. It looks like it's going to be in the high 80s in St. Louis. There's some humidity there. The wind's blowing out slightly. So this is a good matchup for these Cardinals. Um, not in the greatest hitting environment, but with that weather, you know, peaking into close to 90 degrees, um, it might be a good opportunity. You know, we we mentioned BVP yesterday, and you're, you're riding me a little bit, but these guys just face Quintana a lot. Um, they're in the same, they're in the same uh, league. They've been facing them for years now. So guys like Fowler, eight for nineteen. Goldschmidt, six for eleven, two home runs. Ozuna, five for eleven, a home run. Martinez, five for twelve. So they've seen this guy before. Dejong's hit a home run against him. So there's a lot of, 
you know, BVP doesn't come into play with a small sample size, but it definitely helps when they're in division and they're facing this guy two, three, four times a year for the past three or four years. So they line up good against him, and it's a good uh, weather environment too. So I like these Cardinals bats for value. Angels and Mariners, Andrew Heaney in his second start back from uh, the disabled list. Uh, he is at 8,500 on DraftKings, but this is a tough lineup for him to face. Uh, and it is just his second term. Well, his first one was respectable off the DL. Uh, Tommy Malone is somebody uh, you definitely want to consider getting a uh, batter to against. Really hard to run an angel stack, but uh, Mike Trout, when he's facing a when he's facing a guy of a caliber of Tommy Malone, you have to spend the fifty seven hundred. Uh, and you can also consider Albert Pujols maybe for some power at thirty six hundred in the tournament. Jason, you agree? Um, I lost you there a little bit. Just repeat what you just said. I heard Albert Pulos, and you cut out for about you know five or ten seconds there. So just repeat what you said. I think you mentioned Pulos about attacking Malone, but I just want to make sure before I say yes or no. Yeah, excuse the technical difficulties there uh, here on the Wind Daily Podcast. Uh, but uh, it seems like a good now. I said Trout's a must-play, and maybe even in a GPP if Pulos is only 3,600 on DraftKings. And if anything, he's hit for some power this year. See, with the thing with Tommy Malone, um, which has been happening with a lot of other pitchers this year, these guys that have been, you know, second-tier pitchers this year with the amount of strikeouts going on in the league, if you look at his two starts at the, the price tag he's been at, he's been lower than what he's at today. He's faced Texas twice, five innings, two, two earned runs in both, seven strikeouts and six strikeouts. Um, and for whatever reason, outside of Trout, the Angels have a real tough time dealing with lefties because guys like Calhoun, um, guys like Otani, a um, couple other bats to their lineup, they just they just really can't put things together. Listella, they can't put things like lineups together against these lefties. So I like Trout as a one-off. He's playable every single night of the week. But I wouldn't stack against Malone here. And I, like I said, I think there's better spots overall. So I'm not going to stack against Malone. I think Malone comes in sneaky, you know, on two pitcher sites. I won't play him on, on FanDuel because I think I need a little bit more upside when you got guys like Verlander and DeGrom and Kershaw going in later games. But I think on a two pitcher site like DraftKings, if he's at the right price and it makes sense, um, you could possibly play him. But, you know, from the backside, Trout will be the only guy I really attack here because Malone has been better. You know, kind of like guys like Lance Lynn and, you know, there's about 10 other starters in the league this year that has kind of had this resurgent year and they figured things out. And the amount of time these guys are striking out, they're being crafty and they're putting things together. So I'm going to stay away from the Angels outside of Trout. Yeah, that's easy to do. Toronto's at Colorado. This is obviously the chalk game of the day. Uh, going to be loading up against Marcus Stroman, who doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. The ball's going to be a play a lot. Then you have John Gray, but uh, I don't know. Toronto really doesn't hit very well. John Gray has a better ERA at home than he does on the road. Uh, he's uh, he's one and one with a three eighty six ERA at home. The splits are pretty even against him in lefties and righties, but I just can't find a lot of Toronto bats that I like overall. See, Gray is Gray is interesting. You know, some people last night. They had a Colorado stack, and they had it with Marquez. Marquez came in at 7,500, I believe, on FanDuel. He dropped 43 points. He got the win. 
And he was on a lot of winning lineups, you know, stacked with Colorado. Now we got Gray, who's, I believe, a tier or two below Marquez, but he comes in cheaper. Um, I project the, the Rockies to win this game. I don't see a real need to stack against Gray, but I also think he's kind of interesting as a GPP play. You know, four of his last five starts, he's had seven Ks or more. Um, one of those were at home, and then one of those were at Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. Um, in his last start, he didn't get the Ks versus Arizona, but he battled uh, through five innings. So I think Gray is kind of sneaky. There's still some cheap bats. You know, Toronto comes in kind of cheap on Fernando, Gavin Biggio at 3100 Guerrero Jr. at 3400 Smoke is... Not someone I'm really going to attack at 3800 but Biggio and Guerrero uh, at the price, tag, price tags on FanDuel make some sense. And then if you want to try to get some value at the bottom of the order, guys like Drury, Grichik, um, Guriel is a little bit too expensive because he's been hitting pretty well lately. But you might want to see where this lineup rolls out. If they, if they roll out a cheap you know, guy in Toronto that is you know, 3000 3500 or below, a guy like Jonathan Davis maybe, you know, hope that he hits a home run, you know, somewhere out through the lineup. It's going to be humid in Colorado, 66 degrees. These Colorado bats, again, if you're playing FanDuel, make sure you have four Rockies in your in your lineup. If you're playing DraftKings, grab five. Make adjustments elsewhere. Get value elsewhere. They've been putting up double-digit runs. I've been telling everybody all week to play them. Things don't change today. Like, like Scott said, Stroman's going to, you know, put the ball in play. He's not going to really have much K upside, so... These guys are going to be putting balls in play. There's going to be guys on base. And these, these balls that, you know, carry not so well in Toronto or in his recent starts are going to end up being in a gap or home run. So I like Colorado as my number one stack for tonight as well. All right. Uh, two teams you usually want to attack when you have pitching. Uh, we will be looking at possible bargains here when uh, the Marlins take on the Padres. Jose Arena is only 5,700. On DraftKings, he has a he's pitched much better on the road actually, uh, which is interesting when you consider Marlins Park as a pitcher's park. 3.08 road ERA and Arena started to turn things around. He's got a uh, two two run runs or less allowed in each of his last four starts. But the problem with Arena is you're not going to get enough strikeouts. Then you got Nick Marjavicious on the other side and you say okay, it's Miami and you know Marjavicious is only six thousand, but at a pitcher's park in home, Marjavicious hasn't been impressive at all. You know, to be nice, he's one and three with a six four forty six ERA at home. So, Urita, uh, you might want to like him, but uh, the strikeout upside is there, and I don't know if I'd use Marjavicious against anybody right now. Yeah, this is a tough call here. Like, we want to stack Colorado. Um, we want to get our bats in, but there's about. Four pitchers under $8,000 on FanDuel. And we got to make a decision. Four or five of them that we got to make a decision on. You got Urena, you got Marjavicious, you got Quintana, and you got Gray. Last night, it was um, Lucchese and Fultonevich, which I was kind of debating on. I was leaning on Lucchese, but Fultonevich, you know, was in some of my lineups because he was just cheaper and I needed those extra bats, I felt like. And I really wanted Marchese. I didn't get him in enough lineups. Now we have the same equation. Um, they're all pretty much priced the same on FanDuel. And it's a tough call. Arena, like with the, with Arena, I think he has the safest floor potentially. 
that he's not going to probably get blown up by these Padres, and he has some strikeout potential. Then you got Gray, who probably has the most strikeout potential, but he's pitching in cores. Quintana facing an all-righty lineup. I'm kind of ruling him out because he's been, you know, for the most part, shaky. It's a tough call. I, I don't know where I'm leaning at this point. You know, I, it's really, really tough for me. So I think I need to grab one of these guys. But what I'm going to try to do on FanDuel to the best of my ability when I'm making these lineups in a couple of hours is see if I can find a way to get Flaherty. I think Flaherty at 8,100 provides both uh, a safer floor, a more consistent pitcher, and a better pitching environment than most of these guys. And he has that strikeout potential to push up and come close to a guy like DeGrom or Verlander, which we'll talk about in a second. So I think the call today on FanDuel, at least, is paying up the little extra to come out of the 7,000 range and get a guy like Flaherty and hope he holds up versus, um, you know, the, the, the Chicago Cubs bats, which, you know, at times can be a little bit scary. But I think if he gets around Bryant Rizzo and, you know, Schwarber and Baez, the rest of the lineup he'll, he'll do work against. On DraftKings on the other side with these pitchers, um, Arena is really cheap. You know, he's, and we have another guy at 4,200. So there's some real cheap ways to, to play DraftKings. But on FanDuel, I think you pay up and get a little bit more safety with Flaherty. Houston's in Oakland, that chalk of Verlander at 11,900. Against Brett Anderson, 5,400. It's an injury depleted Astros lineup. Uh, Anderson's been okay this year, uh, 386 uh, ERA, 6-3 uh, overall at home. He's 3-1 uh, with a 342 ERA. So, uh, you know, there's not going to be really a hitting environment tonight, I don't think, in this pitcher's park. Yeah, I think, I think Verlander has the highest ceiling tonight. And by ceiling, I mean he's got the – if he's on tonight, he's going to outscore everybody on the slate. Um, but you're paying 11.9 for Monfando. I know he's not cheap on DraftKings either. I, I don't see myself going Verlander on Fanduel. Um, in cash games, he makes a lot of sense. Um, but on, you know, I'd rather take the four thousand or close to five thousand dollar discount and grab a guy like um, I just mentioned, Flaherty. So it's going to be tough for me. I'd rather get some extra bats on a day like today. Um, so I'm going to stay away from Verlander. Houston, from a stack potential, makes sense on paper. The park is not the best. Anderson hasn't been terrible. But, you know, I'll never tell you not to play a guy like Redmond or Guriel. But like you said, their guys are, are missing from the lineup. So I'm not going to really stack these Astros either. So we can pretty much jump to the next game, I think. All right, uh, that's the Dodgers and the Mets. Another good pitching matchup tonight. Uh, Jacob DeGrom has been better on the road at home. Uh, goes against Zach Greinke. And uh, Greinke's been terrific at home. He's uh, been 3-0 with a 175 ERA, a 197 batting average against. Uh, Strikeout-wise, uh, 34, 34 in 36 innings pitched. Uh, you know, this looks like a really good spot for Greinke tonight. Uh, probably not worth spending up for Degrom against this Dodgers lineup, but then again, when you look at uh, when you look at Degrom's price at ninety four hundred, it's incredibly tempting. And uh, Granky at ninety two hundred, probably my favorite pitcher of the night. Yeah, with, with Granky and Degrom on Fanduel, they got them priced the same. 
They're at 9,910,000, I think. And they're pretty much coming in as equal favorites. So they're not, Vegas is not telling you that the Mets are going to win. And Vegas is not telling you that the D-backs are going to win. So it's it's basically a, a coin flip here on a win. Um, quality start, you probably get it out of both of them. Granky's been more consistent this this year so far. But um, these Mets have been hitting a little bit better as of late. I think I give the slight edge to the ground, you know, for a ceiling and a slight edge to Granky for his consistency that he's been providing, you know, the fantasy players. So I, they're interesting. They're both interesting at 9,900 and 10,000. I think, again, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need the savings with Flaherty, and I'll probably land there instead. But I think the Grom and Granky are very safe for cash games. Like, if you're looking to get 30 points, to 40 points, and you want to have a solid cash game lineup, I think you go either the Grom or Granke. If you want that savings and you really feel the need for those extra bats, that $2,000 discount to Flaherty provides some extra, you know, some pack for your for your, for your your batters. So I think you go Flaherty more in GPPs, and you go Granke or DeGrom and take that savings underneath Verlander for uh, your cash games. All right, and finally, Philadelphia's at Los Angeles. Cole Irvin uh, back in the majors as Zach Eflin hits the DL. Uh, Clayton Kershaw's 10,100. He's undefeated at home, uh, 4-0 with a 348 ERA. So uh, the Dodgers stack will probably be in play as maybe my third favorite between, uh, between after Colorado and St. Louis. Uh, and uh, you got to consider Kershaw, too. Uh, probably not my favorite. Like I said, Granky is, is probably my favorite. Uh, then, then Verlander, which is obviously worth the price. Uh, but I, I could see using Kershaw at 10,100 based on what you said, you know, about the Mets versus uh, Mets versus the Diamondbacks. I'd probably prefer Granky in a cash game and maybe the Grom in the tournament here. Uh, this Philadelphia lineup kind of up and down here. Uh, but if anything, I'm looking at the Dodgers for the offense here to stack them against lefties. Yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, Irvin's gonna come in after one or two innings. They have this guy Alvarez. Uh, I'm getting mixed reports here that he might be starting a game, and then Irvin comes in. Irvin's out of play no matter what at that price tag um, against the Dodgers. I'm not stacking even lefties, righties. Or if somebody, if Noah Ryan comes out of you know retirement, I'm not stacking against these. I'm not pitching against these Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers are going to be under-owned. Um, they're going to be facing you know somewhat of a bullpen game with a little bit more of Irvin than anybody else. Um, these Dodger bats, FanDuel and DraftKings have been kind of keeping them cheap, uh, probably because a lot of these batters are kind of intertwined. You guys got like Chris Taylor, David Freeze coming in cheap. Um, so there's a lot of bats here that are, are potential cheap bats that have power. They're going to be facing a mishmash of lineups here. So I like the Dodgers as a, a sneaky stack, places where you can get some value. Like I said, Chris Taylor coming in at 2500 A guy like him and a guy like Jose Martinez we mentioned earlier are guys you want to try to sneak in there for some value. Um, see what this lineup rolls out it's going to be a late game so you might not get it before a lock but maybe leave a spot for a guy like chris taylor um in your lineup they're going to be some value spots here for the dodgers a guy like david freeze at 2700 
shots here. Kiki Hernandez only 3,100. So I would I would lean towards the righties, assuming that Urban's going to pitch most of the game or however long he lasts. So I look to get these Dodgers for value. A stack, a late night hammer stack, makes some sense. Um, but we like we said, we like Colorado better. Um, St. Louis is very interesting. The bats in Boston and New York are going to be somewhat over underlooked. A guy like Trout, if you have the money some way, somehow, get him in your lineup. But the way I rate these stacks is Colorado first, and then I'm going to probably lean on some St. Louis value to balance out the expensive bats in Colorado. Boston and New York bats come in like, you know, 1C, probably like my third, fourth favorite stacks. And then these Dodgers will be my under-owned, sneakier stack of the night. And I can sprinkle in some Toronto bats. I don't hate it as well. Pitching is going to be a little bit tough tonight. I think, you know, Flaherty is where I'm leaning on right now in FanDuel. But, you know, I, I can see one of these 77,000 guys uh, making sense. Like a guy like Urena is going to be under own. I think he can have a good game. I wish Marjevis had like a little bit more strikeout potential. But he can be interesting. And then a guy like Gray, like we said, Toronto bats aren't that scary. If this game was in Toronto and Gray was $7,000, I think we'd be firing him up, and I think he'd be one of the highest-owned pitchers today. But since it's in Colorado, what's good is going to scare some people off, so the value is there. Um, but it's tough to decide which of these four, th- four 7,000 guys on FanDuel make the most sense in Quintana, Arena, Marjavis, and Gray. I'm going to dig in a little bit more. I think our listeners are digging in a little bit more. If they don't feel safe with either of those four, find a way to get Flaherty because that's where I'm leaning. He's been really consistent, has the strikeout potential, and that's a guy I want to pitch tonight in my GPPs. And I even try to get him in my cash games too because I think he has a safe floor of about 30 points and he has upside to get over 40. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Jason. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow on the Win Daily podcast getting you ready for the uh, all the Sunday day action. I'm Scott Engel. He's Jason Mizrahi. Thanks a lot for listening to the Win Daily podcast for the Saturday evening slate.